last podcast we was talking about, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. See, I'm always talking about this, uh, this subject because this is what America needs today. We need our land healed. And, the only, and, and God has in his word a, a, a recipe to heal this land, but we got to take it and run with it. But too many times we're too worried about our circumstances in life. See, we don't need to worry about our circumstances any longer because it doesn't matter what, what's going to happen in this life, right? Your circumstances are going to be there, okay? I mean, God can heal your circumstances. God takes things away. God can make sure somebody pays your bills. But here's the deal. Every time you turn around, you're going to have another circumstance that you can say, hey, I don't need to be... Um, I don't need to go to church because I got to work more so I can get more money to pay pay this bill. Yeah, you need to work more and pay your bills. However, you don't need to to um, let your church life down either because you need the people of God around you to influence you positively because when you're out in the world, all they do is, uh, is negatively influence you. So we got to understand that to get our fueled up, we have to go to church and get around our our um, positive brothers and, and, and sisters, you know, because why? Because that's how we get more fuel. If our battery runs down in our car, what we do, we go to a charger and we, and we put the negative on the negative and positive on the positive and we get that thing charged up, right? Same thing with the church. When our spiritual life starts getting run down, we start losing, uh, um, uh, you know, our power. You know, we got to go to the charging system, which is Jesus Christ, and plug in right and which is a church and which is the brothers and sisters around you and plug in and say hey it doesn't matter what's going on i'm going to church because i got to get a recharge on my system it, you know because we, we we think that we can do it all on our own but we can't it's, it's not possible you know we were designed to be to look, worship and love god and if we're not doing that then then the devil's going to influence us when the devil influences us, then we're going to go down so if you look at peter peter was a great man right he was a he was a disciple. He was he followed Jesus. He walked with Jesus. But see, Jesus, uh, Peter was not perfect. Peter denied Christ three times before he went to his to the cross. Peter, Peter, Peter always said the right things, done the right thing. But however, Peter was just a man like you and I. And when his battery got low, he had to go recharge. So we got recharged every time we get low. Why? Because, you know, we just that's just the way we're designed. And how we and how we recharge is we we uh, um, plug into Jesus Christ, plug into the Holy Spirit, you know, plug into God and say, hey, this is what I need in my life. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I need to do. And we need to understand that, hey, no, no matter what else happens in our life, we cannot live by our circumstances. We've got to live by our principle, which is which is what our principle is what the word of God. That should be our principle. If we're if we claim to be a Christian, then that should be our, our principle. If that's not a principle, then, then we need to go back to the to the uh, learning situation, learning progress and, and start saying, hey, I need to learn more about God because my you know, because we have to we have to know that God created everybody. If we don't know that, then 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 we're in really a, a, a big bunch of trouble and our circumstances going to take take over and kill us. You know, we all got circumstances. We all got bills to pay. Right. We all got. Uh, uh, addictions and, and sickness and 
these things that we need to take care of because why? Because we live a human life and we live from a fallen state, a fallen state of Adam. Adam failed and all things went away. I mean, of God, because why? We had to go through a certain sacrificial type deal to get our sins rolled over. They're never forgiven. They just rolled over to the next year by doing these sacrifices, this and that. But now a second Adam come into play and second Adam says, hey, I've come that you may not have to live underneath your sins. I will take your sins away from you. I will do by grace. I will save you and you will be saved. You can walk blamelessly and upright in my in my ways. <laughs> See, Peter, he he knew that he was not perfect. He knew he had problems, but see, on that on that day that Jesus left the earth, right? He gave Peter and all the other disciples a what? A command. Go into the upper room, right? And when you get into the upper room, pray, stay there until the comforter comes, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's there, the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had in him, we have in us. See, Jesus had to leave this earth in order to send the comforter back down to us because he had the comforter in him. He was the comforter. You know, so whenever he left, right, he left the com he sent the comforter back to us. It's just like when the Elijah went up into heaven, right? His mantle fell down on, on Elisha. And then when his mantle fell down on Elisha, then he had more power than what they, uh, uh, Elijah had. Because why? Because when Jesus, when Jesus said, when, 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 when this mantle, this uh, comforter comes down to us, we'll have more power. We'll do more things than what he did on this earth. Why? Because he's just one man. And we're many. So if we're, if we're sitting here walking in, in fear of anything, right now the government has us walking in fear of this COVID virus. I don't, I don't fear it. Because if, 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 if it comes in my way and I get it, that's fine. Because why? God's going to heal me on this side of the earth or he's going to heal me on the other side of the earth, which is heaven. And it's a win-win situation for me any, anyway. Because if I live here, I have more time to, to show people toward Christ. If I go to heaven, then I'll be in his presence. I won't, I won't worry about being here. Okay? It's a win-win situation for me. So I don't worry about all this stuff. Because why? Because the government, I don't depend on the government for anything. The government depends on me. Or they should be depending on me. But they're running rampant. They're running roughshod over everybody in this country because we're living in a state of fear. We're living by our circumstances set by our principle, which is what? Faith. Faith in God. God has everything under control. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it forever. And he's a creator. So he knows how everything's going to turn out. And we just got to trust in him, have faith in him. Because what? Don't live by your circumstances. Live by your principle, which should be faith. Faith is the substance of things that hope for, but evidence of things not seen. You know, I have a whole teaching on that, but the whole point is, is, is if you can't see it, you usually don't depend on it. But let me tell you what. If you can't see the air, you, you don't even think about breathing air, right? So why do you think about trusting God? It should be a natural thing for us. As, as born-again Christians, we ought to be, it ought to be natural for us to have faith instead of fear. Because where there's fear, there cannot be no faith. Where there's faith, there cannot be no fear. See, that's just two opposite that will never come together. So 
Faith and fear is two different things we've got to understand that, hey, we can't have in our lives. Why? Because if we have, I mean, faith we have to have in our lives. I'm sorry. Faith we have to have in our life, but fear we can't have. We cannot have fear in our life because faith is where we need to be because everything runs on faith in this world. You have to have faith to go out there. And, and you have to faith and you have faith in your car to know that when, when you wake up in the morning, you ain't got to worry about that car starting. You have faith in it that says, hey, it's going to start. I know it will. If it don't start, that's when we got a problem. See, see, whenever we're looking at faith, right, if, we, if a car don't start, we got a problem, right? And then we got to go fix it. We got to go look at it, right? But we ought to have, but faith in God, you know, we never have a problem. We should have, hey, the first thing we should do is say, hey, God's going to take care of me, whatever it is. I have faith in that. If you don't have faith in that, then you got problems. So, 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 um, so uh, uh, Peter stood up, you know, in, in front of, in Acts 2.38, he said he was the first preacher to preach a message of, in, of the new, new church, and he said, repent, be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, okay? So if we repent, Right. We can get to, you know, we'll, we'll be able to get the Holy Spirit. If we don't repent, we can't get the Holy Spirit. He said, and this promise is unto you and to your children and to their children, and to as many as far off. So see, the Old Te the New Testament don't go away. You know. Everybody says, all oh, the Bible just for those folks back in those. No, it's for us today. It says, and this promise is unto you and to your children and to those who are far away, who far off. That means oh, to, for generation to generation, to generation, to generation. See, I believe in generational blessings, as some, as, uh, even, and, and I also believe in generational curses, but you got to have the blessings to get rid of generational curses and start, in, in, instead, of, instead of going on uh, year after year, after generation after generation, which generational curses, we need to turn that around and, and bring it into generational blessings and generational freedom. Because when you have curses, you have bondage. When you have blessings, you have freedom. And, and we just need to understand that in today's world, you know, if we want to go by that scripture, if my people, which are called by my name, will, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. I will heal their land. If we want that to come into our lives, right, we got to get rid, get rid of these generational curses, which says, hey, I am a sinner. Well, I'm not a sinner. I am not a sinner. God, God says you are what blessed you are a child of god you know you are a new man in christ jesus see it says new man it don't say remodeled man it don't say nothing about it, it says new man so the things that you used to be you know no longer the things that you that you think you are you no longer you know you because you are saved by grace your sins have been redeemed and you're no longer who, who they say you are or who you used to be. You're now new in Christ Jesus, who he says you are and who you now have become. So we have to become that new man. We got crucified the old man. It is so hard to, to say, hey, get rid of this old guy because why? Because that's who you're comfortable with. You ain't comfortable with this new guy. So get, but you know, we got to get out of our comfort zone and we got to say, hey, 
I got to do what the Bible says. I got to get rid of this old man. I got to walk in new, new, new life. So if we walk in new life, right, then what? Then, then we can't go do, do the things we used to do. We can't go uh, talk about the things we used to talk about. We can't, we can't um, justify the things that we used to do. We got to kill them and say there's no justification for them. The, the things I did, I, I was wrong. Father, save me. Father, forgive me. But, you know, we, we want to go back and relive those, those old times and, and glorify those old times, but we can't do that. Because you cannot glorify sin. Sin in your life is sin. So you got to get rid of that stuff and become a new man in Christ Jesus. And how you and the man that is is blameless, you know, you know, sinless. Well, I mean, are we going to be sinless? Well, we're going to mess up, but we're going to be be asking God for forgiveness too. So we can be blameless. We can be sinless. Just because why we know the combination to get the blessings of God, and the combination is what. Repent, be baptized, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and then that will unlock a whole new world that you've never known. So to go back and, and glorify and talk about the old times is, is, is not the right thing to do. What we need to do is we need to talk about the old times only to help somebody else through a problem that they're going through. We should hate the, what we did. We should hate the things of life. But hey, know that where Christ brought you from, because if you don't ever, if you forget where God, Christ brought you from, then you'll never be able to walk in his way because you'll always be going back to that sin because you don't remember where Christ brought you from. But you see, the Bible says, the, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony makes us overcomers. So if we want to overcome that old, that old sin, then we need to rely on the blood of the Lamb and we need to rely on the testimony where he brought us from, not glorify in the things that we did. Because glorifying the things that we did is not going to do us any good. It's just going to harm us. You know, we, we need to, I suggest you today that just, just talk about the things that God's going to do for you. Talk about the things that God did for you. Don't talk about the things that, that, that the devil want you to be talking about because that is that is sinful in this country today we got to understand that, that 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 not everybody's on our side not everybody's a christian so we got to understand that hey we may be out there walking by ourselves and something at times but you know jesus never said it's going to be easy to live for him matter of fact he said we're going to be persecuted persecuted for his name we're gonna be hated for his name but hope point about is he said it will be worth it it was worth it for jesus christ to come through through what he came through and and and, and to suffer what he suffered in order to get to go to the cross and die on the cross and, and then then resurrect from the dead and 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 be resurrected into heaven it was worth it for what he did why because he came down and did what god wanted him to do and that was to what to, to save us from the sin of the devil, you know, to give us a new life. But, you know, we, we don't look at that. We just look at, well, he did that because he's supposed to. No, no, yeah, he's supposed to. But see, you need to be doing the things that you're supposed to be doing too. What is that? That ain't, that ain't siding with the government and, and relying on the government. You need to be relying on Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is one who's going to be able to pull you through the things that you need to pull through. The government can't do nothing for you. So we're relying on the wrong people. 
we got to turn our focus back and rely on Jesus Christ. And, 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 to, and to say this, I'm going to say this. To, um, and to tell this story, I'm going to say this. If you rely on Christ, you keep your eyes on Christ, things will go your way. But once you tar- start turning your eyes away from Christ and, and start doing things you ain't supposed to be doing, then, then, Christ, then, then you're not going to be able to, to survive in this world today. It's going to kill you. Because the devil's out there to kill, steal, and destroy, and that's all he cares about. And he does his job well. He's going to kill you. He's going to destroy you. Right? He's going to take you down to hell with him. Because why? We, not rel- we don't have our focus on Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you, Peter, you know, in the, in, in the uh, Bible, Peter, you know, it says, Jesus come cr- walk across the water and all the disciples say, hey, it's a, it's a ghost. Right? It's <laughs> and they was frightened. They was afraid. Because ain't nobody seen nobody walk on the water before, have they? No. But Jesus did. Peter did. Because Peter said, hey, Father, it's, you know, he, he recognized who Jesus was. He said, hey, Father, if it be you, let me walk out there with you. And Jesus said, come. And so Peter got out of the water. He started walking, I mean, out the boat, and he started walking on the water. And then all of a sudden, he started worrying about the things around him. Okay, see, so too many times when we when 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 we start walking with Jesus, and we start um, uh, doing the things He wants us to do, you know, too many times that our circumstances around us start start interfering with our focus on what we got to focus on. Our focus should be on Jesus. Our focus should not be on anything else other than Jesus. Because if we need something, we go to Jesus. If we <laughs> if we if we, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just so funny that people don't realize this, that there's a higher power here that, that we don't realize. And that's Jesus. That's God. Right. And, and they 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 have everything we need. We just need to walk in their way. But too many times it's, it's hard to do that because why? We, we're looking at the things around us. See, Peter started looking at the things around him. He started sinking when he starts sinking. Guess what? He realized then that he made a mistake and he needed to uh, he needed to call out for help. See, and and and, and so he held, he called out for help and and, and and Jesus picked him up, right? And they walked him back and got back in the boat. But here's the deal: if he had not called out for help, I believe with everything I I believe with everything that's in me today, that if he had not called out for help, he would have drowned. He would have sunk in up into that water. He would drown out there in his in his uh, disobedience that day. Because he disobeyed, he looked away from Jesus. He did not keep his focus on Jesus. If you don't keep your focus on Jesus, you're, you're in disobedience. If you're in disobedience, you're going you're gonna to drown. Okay? So it, it just plays a, a factor in our life today that, hey, if, if we're out here and we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, we do the thing Jesus wants us to do, God wants us to do, then, then we have enough faith to walk forward and walk into the gates of heaven. See, we have to go through... And so, see, and see, I believe that today that if we do not keep our focus on Jesus, that we'll drown in the in the wickedness of this world. And when we drown in the wickedness of this world, then we have no other choice but go the other way that we don't want to be going. So we need to look up and look at Jesus and say, hey, whatever I need, Jesus, I'm, is, I'm, you know, you, you're, you, you are my provider. See, God wants us to know his provisions and not anybody else's because the government can't provide for you. They can provide for you a little bit, but what they provide for you is only temporary. What God's going to provide for you is permanent, eternal, because we have an eternal being, not a temporary being. 
But if we look at the government for, for help, right, then we're in disobedience because we ain't supposed to be looking there. We're supposed to be looking our eyes up above. Jesus. Jesus is the answer He's he, to everything that we need. There's old song, Jesus is the answer for the world today. <laughs> above him, there is no other. Jesus is the way. Because Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, and the light. Anybody that comes to the Father must come through me. So if, he, if you don't call on Jesus, you don't get on, you know, say, Jesus, help me out, right? Jesus, I need this. But see, too many times we want to come to the Father and just start demanding he do things for us. Well, you, you ain't running nothing up in heaven. The, the proper thing to do is go to the Father and worship, praise and worship and, 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 and praise him for who he is. Praise him for the things he's done for you. Praise him for all these things. You know, give him all the glory, all the respect that he deserved because why? He is the creator. And if we don't do that, then we, then we are fall short of what we're supposed to be doing. See, Peter said, I'm going to walk out there on that water because my Savior's out there. I'm going to him. See, we need to say whatever's going on in this life, it doesn't matter. I'm getting through it. I'm going to wade through all this mess. I'm going to get to him because you know what? He went through the suffering to, to, to get to the resurrection, right? He went through, you know, they, they, they whipped him. They put a crown of thorns on him. They spit on him. They, they, they did everything to him, right? And hung him on the cross, stuck his spear through his side, killed him. Why? Because... Because why? Because they did not like him. People said he was not the Messiah. See, his own people, the people that supposed to be the Christian people at the time, are the ones that crucified Jesus, the religious folks. See, when you get that religious spirit in you, you know, you don't look at Jesus. You don't look at God. You look at the government. You look at everything around you because the religious spirit says you're in charge. And you're not. God's in charge. Jesus is in charge. Holy Spirit's in charge. And, and you have to deal with them to get through there. See, we have to deal with the Holy Spirit to become a spiritual being to get to Jesus, which is a spiritual being, to get to God, which is a spiritual being. We got to deal with the Holy Spirit. We got to say, hey, we got to accept him in our life. And then, then we can move forward to Jesus, right, which is the truth and the way. Anybody who comes to the Father comes to him. So, we got to understand that it doesn't matter who we are. We got to understand that, hey, God is in control and we have to depend on him to get to heaven where we want to be. So, <clears throat> you know, Peter, he was a um, he was a he was a he was a guy that I kind of like to be. You know, he's a man after God's own heart, which I'd like to be. And, it's, it's, and I tell everybody there's only two two things you need to do. Become a God, a man after God's own heart. You got to be like King David. You got to own your sin, right? You got to own it. You can't start blame shifting on somebody else because you start blame shifting. That's what Adam did. That's what King Saul did. And look what happened to them, right? You got to start blaming. And, and David said, I ain't going to blame shift on nobody. I have sinned. I have fallen short of the glory of God. And I am going here to take my punishment, whatever that might be, right? So see, you got to own it. And own it, it means what? Repent, right? And when you, when you own it, you repent. And then, then David said, I'm going to do everything God tells me from this point out on this subject. See, just repenting ain't enough. You got to own it. You got to repent. And then you got to make it be your mindset. Hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes 
to get this straight in my life, to get this thing out of my life and get this sin forgiven because, see, I have to do what God tells me to do to get this sin forgiven. See, we don't understand, right? Too many times in the United States, we sit here and we don't walk in the, in the direction of Jesus Christ. We don't walk in his way. We don't walk in the truth. We walk in what we believe is the truth and what we believe is the truth is wrong because that's what the devil wants us to believe. He wants us to believe what he, that he is the truth and he's not. He's a liar. He's a deceiver, right? So if, our, if, if we want our land healed in this country, we got what? We got to walk past that, that line of wickedness and say, hey, we got to get out of wickedness and get into Christ Jesus. And to get out of, get out of that wickedness and get into Christ Jesus, you got to have what? Faith in Jesus Faith, and you got to go through the Holy Spirit and have faith in Jesus, have faith in God, and then God will say, I will heal your land. Too many times we got we to walk past ourselves and say, we got to crucify ourselves. We got to get rid of this old man because why? He's, no, he's killing me. Carrying this old man around is, is making me rot. You know, so we got to get rid of this old man. We got to get, get it in, everything in control to where we can walk. Through him. The only way we can get anything in control is what? Through him. Through Jesus Christ. And that's it. So, um, uh, let me pray as that. Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We ask you, Lord, for, for uh, your, your way, not ours. We want your way, Lord. We don't want our own. We want to we'll walk in the way you want us to walk. We want to do the things you want us to do. And the only way we know that to do that, Lord, is through faith in you, through faith in Jesus Christ. And walk with the Holy Spirit every day and, and just listen what the Holy Spirit has to say, Lord. We ask you to help us do that today and help us learn the things we need to learn in your name, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Amen.